name's Ellen and we're going to Boomburger tonight. Boom, woohoo, yeah. Hi, my name is Jensen and I'm also going to Boomburger tonight, but I'm going to get a single instead of a double cost from our double burger, but single and I realised that I got flown away and so I'm not upset anymore, so I'm going to get a single now, save some money. Boomburger, yay. Is that about the fries? It was about the last time I got it, I ordered a double. Yeah. And they actually gave me a single, but the yeah. single made me full, so now I don't need to order a double anymore. And this is high expectations. Fun. This is high expectations. And that's why you must vote for high expectations. This is why it's for Nick. What? What the fuck is going on? No one understands. Yeah, that's the, that's the movie we just watched. So the movie we just watched is called Candy Jar because turns out all of the movies we picked at the beginning of the year, all of them, nah, many of them actually aren't on Netflix anymore. So we just decided to choose a movie we felt like watching, which is what we should have done in the first place. And this one that we talked about in the previous episode or the next episode. I can't remember. It depends when these are going to come out is what I'm saying. Anyway, we've mentioned it in our previous episodes and if you guys were actually fans, you would have already watched our previous episodes and I mean, listen, actually it's a podcast so you can't watch it but maybe you guys can see colours when you listen to our voices. What colours do you see? Please write in. That's how expected the podcast at gmail.com. So basically it's about two debaters. <laughs> <laughs> like very highly strong, mm. um, super focused students and they both want to get into like Ivy League schools and they debate... But because the debate is only eight minutes and they're awarded points according to how many like arguments they make, they talk as fast as humanly possible and they email in their points in advance. So Yeah. So so that they can get all of the points across in the shortest amount of time. But the trade off is no one can understand what they're saying. And the unexpected consequence of this is in a pretty much Jasmine friendly movie. Alan was the one who was stressed out. It was very stressful. I didn't like it. I felt like the whole movie was called Candy Jar, and it's because their guidance counselor like had lots of like sweets everywhere, and they like ate a lot of sugar. They had a lot of sugar throughout the whole movie, and I think this affected just their general their general being. Like they just couldn't ever slow down, and they were always on. Mm, they had no chill. Jasmine was like, "I'm totally fine with this film. I'm not frustrated at all," and I don't think that's actually true. It's not true, but it was early on. <laughs> I was like, from the beginning to the end, I was just stressed out. Nah. But it is kind of stressful and frustrating. That's how I describe this film. For a high school, I guess, romance. Yeah, sort of. Sort of romance. It, it was, was more about yeah. their rivalry than their romance. Like, that really, for most yeah. of it, played the key part. But you did say when they, because they both bump into each other when they pretend to go to a school dance, but they both go to the movies instead. And then Jasmine's like, why are they friends all of a sudden? But it was just kind of a one-off. Yeah, they were just kind of like, oh, well, this is a special night. We'll just be friends for tonight and then go back to normal tomorrow. And it's a really, really, really slow burn from there. Oh my God, it's so slow. So painful. I just want to mention some of the high school movie tropes I found in this film. (laughs) One, they're never actually in class. Oh, I thought of some other ones, but then I um, forgot them all. Cookie guidance counselor. Cookie <laughs> guidance counselor. Yep, they're always talking about what colleges they're going to go into because that's oh my god, life. this just kind of grinds my gears. That so many American movies or TV shows have a character that's obsessed with going to Yale or Harvard, and they almost never go because it ruins the plot. Yeah. But I'm so sick of those two schools being singled out all the time. Yeah. Like, one or something else. Yeah. What's so great about them, really? I guess that's, like, a pressure that we don't have in New Zealand. I don't know how mm. true it is to life. Like, I think in the States it is really important what school you get into. 
It's like in Lady Bird how she's very determined to get into New York. But that's kind of an understandable and believable ambition. Sure. Whereas when you watch all of these things about these kids who want to get into these impossibly hard to get into schools and they're expected Mm. to not only get the best grades but also have all these extracurricular activities it's just like that's the kind of stress that young people don't need like it way too much pressure yeah and you know in new zealand if you want to get to university i mean yeah one you've got to have money so you've got to have like a student loan or student allowance and two you have to put in your application form and they accept you because they want your money yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> no one's like growing up with Victoria University flags in their bedroom and no. merch, ba- um, teddy bears and sweatshirts. You can get all those things, but you get them once you're at university, not yeah. like before. Because how embarrassing is it that you have like, well, they have all of this Yale and Harvard paraphernalia and then they don't get in and they're like, oh, well, lol, I can't use this anymore. Yeah. It was very Gilmore Girls, that part. Yeah. The girl, what's her name? Lona. 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 She reminded me a lot in looks as Hermione Granger. Emma Watson? Yeah, Emma Watson. I could see that in the profile, actually. Yeah, Yeah. she had, like, the whole eyebrows and kind of cheekbones things going on. I can see that, actually. Yeah, Yeah. and very sort of a high achiever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) style-wise, let me tell you, (laughs) reminds me of somebody. (laughs) Ho, Taslin. Remind me of this um, wonderful, stylish woman to my left here. <laughs> yeah, she was very preppy. She wore a lot of blouses and, like, skirts and bright colours, which is very much my style. Really cute tops and skirts. Yeah. Right now I'm wearing a dress, but... But it looks cute. Got Thanks. a pattern on it. Thanks. Very cardigan. Thanks. I don't know what to wear today, so I wore this. I'm doing good. Story. Thank you. So, yeah, basically, I don't think we've even explained. It's about, yeah, it's about these two kids. One's called Lona, one's called Bennett. They're both debaters. There's, like, this rivalry that dates back to, like, primary school. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, they're the, they become the co-presidents of the debate club, which is a club of two people. Them. Except for, like, these twins that join, but then they drop out again. Because mm. they don't understand. And I don't really understand and either. their parents a grown-ass woman. are also rivals. They were high school rivals as well, because, of course, that's how it works out. And overly, I think, like, overly involved parents is definitely a high school movie trope as well. hmm Yeah. So the Bennett's mother is a black state senator. And there was a nice burn earlier on in the movie that when someone calls her a senator, someone get correct to say, she's only a state senator, which was a nice memory for me of watching The Office. Yeah. When, uh, what's her face? One who dates a senator. One dates a senator? How late is You got that yet? Yeah. No. Oh. Who's the blonde Kelly? one? Oh, who's the blonde one? Angela. Angela. Spoilers. Spoilers for a show that ended a long time ago. She dates a senator at some point. I'm still only watching that for the first time now. It's a state senator. And every time she calls him the senator, someone says state senator. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Did her and Dwight not get back together? I don't remember. Oh, okay. She's with Andy at the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a huge spoiler that that fizzles out. I think her and Dwight are, like, on again, off again. Oh, okay. There's so many seasons. I'm on, like, the fifth right now, I think. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for spoiling everything. We don't have to talk about The Office anymore. Let's get back to Candy Jar. <laughs> took a long time into the movie before I realized why it's called Candy Jar. <laughs> and that's because Alan told me. <laughs> The guidance um, counsellor just has a lot of candy jars. Yeah, she was paid by Helen Hunt. 
Yeah. What I hadn't seen in a long time. Which was great. Helen Hunt is great. And also, um, the actress from Orange is the New Black and Christina... What's her name? Hendrix or something. Christina Hendrix? Christina Hendrix from Mad Men. Yeah. She was in um, it. Also featuring Christina Hendrix's boobs. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They were quite distracting at times. <laughs> we're bad feminists. But at one point, she did talk about her boobs, so you were allowed to look at them then. <laughs> At one point they shrunk, I'm pretty sure. But So what I think happened there is that she was in her pyjamas, so she wasn't wearing her wonder bra anymore. Oh, right. Because I noticed that her boobs are, like, very elevated. I shouldn't have noticed her boobs this much. But I think she has, like, an amazing bra in the other scenes. I think so, yeah. That, like, are really supportive of her large delicatage. You see what I did there? Amazing. <laughs> but I guess that was kind of the point of her character. Like, she was kind of this... I don't know. Hot mom. Hot mom. Yeah. Well, so weird that both their parents... So they both only have single moms. It's also weird that neither of them were, like, dating. Like, normally that's kind of a conflict in a teen drama. Like, we're both listening to Leah on the offbeat and her mom's, like, super hot and pretty and just started yeah. dating someone new recently. And there's often, like, when you have a single mom, that's often the drama. I was like, is this going to be some kind of twist where they're... The two, like, solo mothers are really, like, closet lesbians and they, like, fall in love. Oh, my God, I thought that too. And I said it. And I, like, you didn't acknowledge me. So I thought you thought I was being ridiculous. Maybe I didn't hear you. Yeah, you must have been concentrating. Okay. I had the exact same thought. I was like, they they have more chemistry than the two kids. Mm, Yeah. And they they were very young. But, again, it's, like, one of those good teen dramas that actually had young actors. So I always appreciate that. I hate it when they cast, like, 24-year-olds, 26-year-olds to play teens. It's just not as believable, yeah. Some of the debate opponents were, like, too old-looking, but... Yeah, possibly, The main characters, yeah, they were were pretty much on form. Well, I I also think it's important to, like, cast young people in young roles. Yeah, Because they just bring more to it. They really do. Mm. One thing that I thought was missing from this movie... Was school? Was classes? Was that they never go to school. (laughs) And they don't have any friends. Exactly. There was no um, rom-com best friend trope. Yeah, because they're so concentrated on debate yeah. that all of their free time was, like, thrown into it. There's no one to bounce their ideas off of. Yeah, and, like, even the nerdiest kids at school has a, have at least one friend. Exactly. That felt unrealistic to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of things I found, like, a bit off about it. Like how she gives her a whole bunch of dresses and she's like, try one of these on to go to your homecoming dance. Mm. And, like, prime opportunity to have her do a montage with a bunch of different dresses. Yeah. And let me tell you, this movie was obsessed with montages that we thought were really weird and disjointed. But they didn't do a montage of the dresses. She just wears the first one and goes out in it. It was so upsetting. And the dress wasn't even good. Yeah, it was a cutout dress. I don't like cutout dresses. It was, like, really 90s. Shady bacon. Is this set in the 90s? Because the mother had a flip flip phone. phone. I don't think so. Oh, Barack Obama wrote the letter for him, and he's like, he was president. Right. Good, good point. Yeah. Yeah, so there's casual mentions of the Obamas in this one. Mm. They're just family friends of the Bennetts. <laughs> is his, his last name Bennett, or is his first name Bennett? Oh. I thought his first oh. name was Bennett. Is it Bennett Russell or Russell Bennett? Bennett Russell. Bennett Russell. Bennett Russell. The Russells and the Obamas. <laughs> <laughs> they just hang out all the time. What I thought was quite cool, though, is that he is, like, a young black, you know, teen, and she's, like, a young woman. 
and like I don't know it just kind of set up like the like this is our bright future kind of thing like we've had a black president and now they're kind of gunning for a female president and I don't mm. know when I first saw the film I was like oh I kind of feel like these two were chosen for the purposes of like diversity and like leadership because they're obviously like gunning for for leadership and bright futures and that kind of thing Right. Yeah, I yeah. actually thought initially it was going to be about like their ambitions that were both to become president and they're like competing with each other about that. <laughs> but no, they were just like, I don't even know when they're really competing about debating. And they're all like, oh, we don't agree on anything. We're so dissimilar. But like, they're basically just the same it's people. The same. But okay, the romance side. So it's really fucking lacking for a romance movie. Yeah, it shouldn't be advertised as romance, to be honest. The first accidental date they go on has pretty good chemistry. Yep. And you think, is it going to end in a kiss? Are they going to, like, confront their feelings the next day? No. They're just, like, shut down about it. And then just go, go back to arguing. Yep. Until they finally, reluctantly start hanging out every night. Every night and they hang out. Because they start working together, yeah. And then it's the old, oh, our heads are close together trope. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like their rivalry was center stage in this film. It was about, it was a film about rivalry, not romance. But they advertised it as a film about romance. Yeah, it's not a bit betrayed there. We were a bit betrayed. We got very frustrated, especially towards the end, because when they start studying together all the time, like it takes them forever to make a move. And then after that, Lona just keeps shutting him down all the time. Yeah, and when they do finally kiss, it's real low key, just a few like pecks on the lips, in kind of a weird way. And that afterwards, me and Alan were like practicing on our own fingers. Like, how do we actually like, kiss? Line it up. Because their lips didn't line up. And that happens often in movies. I don't understand. Like, why can no one kiss in movies? I guess they're going for some kind of aesthetic. Like, if you misaligned, it'll look kind of steamier or, like, more, like, casual. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, movie kisses don't actually feel good for any of the actors. They just look good. Mm. Yeah. Don't squish your faces. Just kind of, like, (laughs) floppy lips over each other's. Yeah, but that's probably what feels good. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes movie kisses mm. are amazing and you're like, I want that kiss. But this is not one of them. I was no. like, this is, well, obviously they're two, just a couple of kids. But it was like, oh, I, I didn't buy that. <laughs> I thought that there was going to be some love interest with one of the other debating teams. Yeah. The weird thing was, this like lower income girl, didn't they keep like walking by each other in like corridors? Jasmine. But they went to different schools. Yeah, yeah. But she came out to the school to compete. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that Bennett was gonna have a thing with her. Like, I'm gonna throw away my, like, silver spoon life and, like, have some kind of, like, love triangle with Jasmine, Jasmine and, and Lona would, Lona oh. would be like, <laughs> Lona would be like, oh, I need to, I want to get on this, but now he's taken, and then eventually they'll break up or whatever. And oh, wow. mis- there was no misunderstanding trope, which yeah. is great, because I hate the misunderstanding trope, but at the same time, it, something was lacking. But they had to have their, like, big speech trope because at the end instead of like doing their like signature debating style they just Mm. like we didn't get into our top schools and then they do like the big embarrassing speech in front of everyone oh yeah and they have that and i i just get a bit tired of that to be honest yeah here's the thing i've I've spent weeks preparing for not weeks the whole year the whole year you know what i'm now gonna go off script and go rogue and just say something from the heart and everyone will give me a standing ovation and I'll win the championship. 
But also, like, it's a debate. They must know. She must have known at that point they weren't going to win because they're in the negative and the other team's in the affirmative and the question was, like, um, university education cost outweighs the benefits. And so then the two from the lower low income school get up on stage and they're like, well, basically, we don't have all of the tools that these rich schools have and, yeah. like, who who's going to be helping me into university and there's so much pressure and we have to make life decisions at 16. And then Lona stands up and she's like, you know what? They're actually right. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> this is a debate. Like, you're wasting everyone's time. Like, yeah, slow the fuck down and, like, actually make some compelling, interesting points and entertain your audience. Because if you're talking that fast, no one's going to be able to hear you. Yeah. But, like, don't throw away the whole debate. And just be like, oh, wait, actually, the other team are right. It was all centered around basically an insult where they, the just normal talkie team was like, these guys are robots. So as soon as she came out and started talking like a robot, it's like, wait a minute, I'm proving them right by being a robot. I have to be different. Yeah, but she could have just slowed the fuck down and, like, actually made her points in a compelling way. But anyway, like, they had the bring it on thing where the, I was saying to Jaslyn, like, the low income school wins. Like, oh surprising it's almost like that kind of thing i think in bring it on it was actually exciting and i'm sure other movies had done it before that but like now when it happens in any teen movie or drama or whatever it's like okay i could see that coming a mile off yeah because to do the unexpected ending is now more expected (laughs) you know it's true was that we were just talking about battle of the sexes sorry minor battle of sexes spoiler so you can skip if you don't want to hear those but, like, the Billie Jean character actually wins. So that's really exciting. Like, that's a satisfying ending. Yeah. And also that's real life. So it's not a spoiler. That's just fact. Read okay. a book. <laughs> Pick up a book, people. Nah, please don't stop listening to us. <laughs> Look on Wikipedia even so often. Damn. <laughs> True, that is a fact. It's not really a spoiler. Yeah, they, they had to do that. They couldn't make it. That she lost. No, that would be weird. No, that would be horrible. <laughs> that would be the worst movie ever. Unless I guess if she actually did lose, but nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Where were we? Okay, so yeah, that movie I don't like it very much. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. What? But what did you like about the film? Let's okay, start. What with do that. I like? The film. I loved her outfit. I loved her outfits. I completely agree. That. I liked his outfits too. He was pretty sharp, except for his like the outfit that he had at the end. I don't like it when he dressed up too much, but when he was, like, dressing up for school, he looked good. True, yeah. He, he was a bit too quirky with his suits. Mm. I like that the mother, his, uh, Bennett's mother, had, like, her redemption arc, where she realised that his rich and powerful life was being more detrimental to him, and, she, and he just needed her to be a mum. Yeah. So she was like, can I learn how to make cookies? And when she made them, he was so incredulous that she had made cookies that he was like, where did you buy them from? favorite bakery you order them online like come on you didn't make these he was really grateful when he finally realized that she was telling the truth yeah i quite liked the mums actually like i thought they were played really well and also i you could just tell they had so much love for their kids and that was really nice yeah well i mean like they played it as they had a lot of love so i don't know the names of the characters and oranges and black Bennett's mother plays suzanne suzanne and oranges and black (laughs) who is like really kooky well, she's called Crazy Eyes. She's called Crazy Eyes. Okay, that's her name, Crazy Eyes. And there's a scene in Candy Jar where she starts just losing her shit. Oh my god, are you seriously going to talk about this on the podcast? <sighs> Buckle up, kiddos. And I said, what if this is an origin story? 
and the same universe as Orange is the New Black. Okay. And she just loses her shit so much that she commits a crime, gets arrested, goes to jail, and now she's crazy eyes. <sighs> and then Alan said, nah, 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 there was already an origin story in the show. That's so. the whole point of Orange is the New Black. Like, they all get origin stories. But what if it's an alternate universe? And this is the origin story. But it turns out wrong because there was a redemption. So I would leave that alone. But I just want to put that out there because it was something interesting that I thought of while watching this movie. <laughs> Instead of being angry that they weren't kissing yet. <laughs> yeah. I would say, yeah. I like I liked that they had all the familiar faces as well and that. Like it wasn't just some really shitty teen film. Yeah. See, I thought, that, I thought the lighting and the set design was really nice as well. It was very well lit. They had, like, a beautiful skull. Like, when yeah. they were sitting outside the, the guidance counselor's office, which was a really cool office as well. It was just, like, full of lollies and, like, really bright and colourful. <laughs> but, like, that's really irresponsible of her. Just straight up. That she had all those lollies. Incredible that's amount of lollies. Out of control. <laughs> unbelievable amount of lollies. <laughs> so the, the aesthetic of the film, for me... It's like real life, no. but I haven't finished Alan. <laughs> yep. It's like real life, but with a dial turned up to cartoon by like 10%. Yeah. Thank you. Your, your point now, debater. All, all I was saying is like it wasn't like real life. It was just such an artifice. That's all exactly. I was trying to say. That's what I, I was trying, trying to debate you. To get to an in a, um, I wasn't because I knew that you were going to finish your sentence. I knew you were going to be like, but yes. so I wasn't because I know you well enough to anticipate what you're going to say. Oh, okay. That's actually what happened there. <laughs> but guys, if you don't think that's true, if you think that I'm just like pedantic and an asshole, you can write in and say that you are Team Jasmine. They're teams now. No, I'm kidding. They are not teams. We're on the same team, just like Bennett and Lona. Except yep. we get on way better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd actually, I totally agree with you, except I feel like in terms of cartoonishness, maybe like a 20%. Okay, I'll go 20. Okay. Because I just feel like some of the characters, like especially Bennett's mum, was like nuts. Like very over the top. It was extra. Mm. That's how I describe this film. It was very extra. Yeah, extra. But not in a fun way. Because like Wes Anderson's very extra, but Wes Anderson's fun. True. I did notice some set renewals, reusals. Yes, you did, yep. The seating in the cinema is the same seating as the major debate championship. So what kind of film do you watch where you notice the chairs have been reused? A film you're not that invested in. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I, I paid note of them because she spent, like, several hours in the cinema on these, like, wooden seats. Yeah, and I thought, that doesn't look comfortable. Yeah. So then when those same seats showed up near the end, I was like, same seats. Uh, yeah. And Alan was like, yeah, cool story. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, oh, yeah. Was like, oh. You're probably right. And I was actually like, oh, it's kind of cool that they reuse parts of the sets rather than, like, I don't know. Go to an actual cinema. <laughs> I suppose you could do that. But, like, I don't know. Recycling of set pieces is, is probably cost effective. Yeah, it is. Good for the environment. Kind of boring. <laughs> but yeah, I noticed that they also reused clothes as well, which was really cool because... Yeah, that's that cool green skirt keeps showing up. Yeah, yeah. But it's, that's very true to life. Like, you have pieces of clothing that you really like and you just wear them every few days, pretty much. Yeah. Whereas in movies, it's very unrealistic. They have a new outfit every scene. Unless yeah, they're that like, does bug me. 
unless they're like Cher from um, Clueless. She didn't have enough time in that movie to wear all of her outfits. Oh, I love Clueless so much. I love her wardrobe and how she like picks out what she wants to wear and then it like spins, doesn't it? That's amazing. It's real cool. I want to watch rewatch Clueless as if, as if I'd go to Harvard. <laughs> I don't know if she may do. Whatever happened to Alicia Silverstone, eh? Anyway. Yeah. Weird. I think that if you guys are thinking about watching this film, it's it's fine. Like, maybe watch it when you do something else. It's not a Saturday night movie. It's more of a Sunday afternoon movie. Okay. <laughs> or a Tuesday evening. I like how, like, there's, like, primetime spots for you. I... Th- I yeah, well, that just says a lot about me and Jasmine. She's like, this is what I like to do this day, and this is what I like to do that day. Like, you wouldn't waste a crap movie on a Saturday night. Nah, but, like, would you watch a crap movie ever? Well, here's how my, here's how my Saturday nights work with the movies involved. Okay. I want a good movie. Yeah. And I want a good movie that I can watch while eating good food. That's the dream. Right? So, if I'm eating good food, it can't <coughs> be a crap movie. No. And I want to be able to have a nice drink with it, like a wine or a whiskey or... Oh, maybe you want to Whatever. Yeah. We should be drinking wine while watching this. <laughs> and then it comes to the whole cozy little experience. Whereas this one, was this lacking that? I would have been like, what? I got this awesome pizza and now it's this? They're not even kissing. No. The movie I watched the other night, Dude, is way better. Okay. Watch that one instead. Yeah, that's my advice. Or Clueless. Pretty sure Clueless is on Netflix. Watch Clueless if you can, but also watch Dude. Okay. Jasmine's suggestion's better than I'm not saying Dude's an amazing movie, but it's better than Candy Jar. Good to know. Also, Alan would like Dude. She should watch Dude. Okay, I will watch Dude. Good, Dude. (laughs) I feel like we could have a whole other podcast where we literally just watch teen films and review it. We really could. Because we've watched so many teen films. It'd be called... Alan and Jasmine don't go to high school. <laughs> Why are they hanging out at high school all the time? <laughs> they a don't. E- no, 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 wait, wait. They don't even go here. Oh. <laughs> it's ours. Don't steal it. <laughs> don't, they don't even go. Because it's for me, girls. Oh. It's Alan. She doesn't even go here. Yeah, that's that's, that's the name of your new podcast, isn't it? Nah, my new podcast is called... Oh, you joking? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's a real one. Um, my, the name of my new podcast is called Super Late to the Party. Well, that's what I'm playing with at the moment. Super Late to the Party. Don't see it. <laughs> I did look up some names and Late to the Party has been used a lot, but not Super Late. All right. And the super idea late. of the new podcast is like, it's stuff that has been really, really hyped, but we completely missed out on. And then we're watching it for the first time. Like say, I don't know, somebody who's never watched Star Wars, watching Star Wars sort of thing. But I've seen all of the Star Wars movies, including the prequels. More than I've seen. <laughs> but you've seen all the good ones. That's what matters. <laughs> Have you seen Rogue One yet? Yeah. Oh, Rogue One is so good. It is good. It is good. I enjoyed it. It's really, really Even though, sad, you know, though. sad. 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 So dark. Mm. But good. That bit with the robot, though. I was like, he'll get out. <laughs> no one got out. No one got out alive. Except for Princess Leia, but she wasn't there. Tragic. Alright, let's move on. <laughs> um, okay. Did this movie pass the Bechdel test? Yep, definitely. Definitely. Because, several times. But yeah, because the mothers like talk about their rivalry from high school, the you know, what the nature of successes. The mother and daughter have a lot of nice moments. 
where they just talk about high school, basically. Mm. Yeah, I think it passes. And the guidance counsellor in Lona. True. True. Is it a feminist film? Yeah. I think it is in a lot of ways. I don't think that we are supposed to watch it and think that Lona or Bennett are any better than each other. And also all of the people they were debating with, like, there was no, like, dominant gender at all. True. Were there any queer characters? Negatoa. Unless, like, Jasmine and Dana are, like, secretly hooking up. Off scene. Head cannon, they are. <laughs> also, like, would you watch a movie following Jasmine and Dana just in their lives at school? Like, if, like if it was, like, a Albertelli um, kind of universe thing? Where would you... What next story would you like to explore? Mm. There's not enough characters. Yeah. Like, I think that's what makes those books so good. There's so many characters. Yeah, no queer characters. No. Boo. Disgusting. Thumbs down, Netflix. <laughs> were the twins played by the same actor or were they actual twins? I have no idea. I can't work it out. It's like Lindsay Lohan in The Parent Trap. What? Imagine if they actually cast twins. That'd be so cool. Imagine. Imagine if Lindsay Lohan was a twin. Oh, but then she'd be all, then it would be all Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. I don't I don't wish twinship on any yeah. celebrity. Imagine if there was a Lindsay Lohan lookalike around the world. It was like Lin- Lindsay Lohan's sister that didn't have this train wreck career. She's got a younger sister. Oh yeah. But she I don't think she's very famous. I wanna know what Alicia Silverstone's doing these days. <laughs> All I know about Alicia Silverstone is that she like bird fed her child. Bird fed? Yeah, like you chew up the food and then you split spit it in the child's mouth. What the fuck? <laughs> That's all I know. Okay. Alicia Silverstone filmography. Alicia Silverstone's movies include Clueless, The Crush, and Forty Others. Forty? Wow, she's in a movie in 2017 called The Killing of the Sacred Deer. Oh, that's quite a well-known film. And one called A Wimp Will Rise, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, that's not. But yeah, most of her movies are in the 90s. Okay. But she was in a beauty shop with Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah's not in much stuff anymore either. No. Oh, no, she was in um, Hairspray. Alicia Silverstone in the official American Woman trailer. There you go, she's got a new movie coming out. Yeah, good on her. I like it when actors are successful, you know, unless they suck. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp. And Robin Williams. And Robin Williams. Shh. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Too soon. I mean, you can like a, a, a celebrity that's not alive anymore. Yeah. <sighs> I think we're done. Should we go get some burgers? Yes. <laughs> we love you guys. But we're fucking done. <laughs> I have nothing more to say about this film. <laughs> At all. <laughs> yeah. And the debate goes to... Ellen and Jaslyn. From High Expectations High School. Yay! <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a comment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Have a great week. Alrighty! Boom. Boom burger. Hi, my name's Ellen. We're eating burgers tonight. Woohoo! Do you have trouble getting out of bed? Start your day with Up in 10 Club, the podcast that gets you out of bed in 10 minutes. With me, Jaslyn, 
your morning toast. Whether you're snugly, depressed, anxious, or just too lazy to get up, you're welcome in the club. It's the motivational podcast that doesn't ask too much. This is your 10 more minutes. Listen where you get podcasts and on YouTube. Be our friend on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Up in 10 Club. Please subscribe or tell a friend.